an A to Z of believing, from atheism to zealotry. Written and presented by Dr. Ed Kessler, founder director of the Wolf Institute. Program 24, X for xenophobia. All good people agree, and all good people say, all nice people like us are we, and everyone else is they. But if you cross over the sea, instead of over the way, you may end up by looking on we as only a sort of they. Rudyard Kipling. What is the cause of xenophobia, especially the religious variety? It arises from fanaticism shaped by dogmatism grounded in fundamentalism, namely the unshakable conviction that in your sacred text, whether Jewish, Christian, Muslim, Hindu, Sikh, and even Buddhist, or in the secular world, the economic theories of Karl Marx or Milton Friedman, the political ideologies of communism, socialism, and capitalism, you possess the whole truth and nothing but the truth, with the reassuring consequence that your side is always right and the opposing side invariably and inevitably wrong. And what are the symptoms? Self-righteousness and arrogance, intransigence and a refusal to compromise, a tendency to lecture rather than to listen, to brandish slogans rather than engage in thought, to distrust the democratic process of rational persuasion, or to demonize those who dare to disagree with you and ridicule them as heretics a readiness to resort to verbal abuse and physical aggression, and more generally, that prideful obduracy which the Bible calls the hardening of the heart. The evidence is everywhere. The disenfranchisement of 65 million refugees, which is equal to the population of the UK, the subjugation of Palestinians in Israel and exploitation of foreign workers in the Gulf, the persecution of Rohingya in Myanmar, in the recurring cycle of oppression and insurgency in the subcontinent, the continuing horrors of war in Syria, the bloody feuds of Iraq, and in the land of liberté, égalité, fraternité, the 10 million votes cast for the extreme right-wing party of Marine Le Pen in 2017, and the 13% who voted similarly in the German elections. And don't get me started about the land of the free, where a US president willfully pursues a policy of division and discrimination. But we need not look beyond the shores of the UK to discover suspicion, antagonism and xenophobia. Since the EU referendum was announced, our own country has provided deplorable demonstrations of the same general tendency as adversaries have been locked in deadly combat, each convinced they are wholly right and that the other is not merely wrong, but villainous and must be ignominiously defeated. We watch with dismay as the dispute about Brexit has dragged on week after dreary week, becoming ever more bitter and acrimonious. And we hear the cacophony of xenophobic noise sensing people's anger, driving them to deeds of brutality. Here I must confess that unlike 65 million of my fellow citizens, I am no expert on the EU. Consequently, I have no idea who or what is most to blame and I have no solution to propose. But I do know one or two things. I know that intimidation, even merely verbal intimidation and violence are to be condemned utterly, that the rule of law must be upheld decisively. The law of the land is the law, said the rabbis. And similarly in the Hadith, it is necessary upon a Muslim to listen to and obey the ruler as long as one is not ordered to carry out a sin. 
Recent years have seen an alarming increase in bigotry and authoritarianism, stridency and militancy, polarization and confrontation in our national life generally, in the political but also in the religious spheres. All of this feeds xenophobia, and in this dismal development, religious people must confess our shame that we are far from having constituted an honourable exception. What then is to be done? Clearly, the first step is to become fully alert to the magnitude of the danger we face, but the question remains how to counter it. The most important thing is to begin with ourselves. There is an aggressive tendency in all of us, so we had better make sure that we don't succumb to the disease. It thrives on two deficiencies. One is a lack of humility. For it is only when we are full of spiritual pride, only when we are quite sure that we know all the answers, that we have the presumption to impose our truth, our beliefs on others. The other deficiency on which xenophobia thrives is a lack of love for fellow human beings. It is a failure to respect the integrity and to appreciate the good of one another, to see in them the image of God. It is, to say it, a hardening of the heart, spiritually speaking. I'm sorry if this week's podcast is rather depressing, but I've been depressed of late and there is no time to lose. But the good news is it's not too late. We should remember to judge society not chiefly by its economic wealth, but by justice and compassion. Seek the Lord while he may be found, said the prophet Isaiah. Call upon him while he is near.